uh, <laughs> currently drawing a boat. Propeller is way too large for the boat. I'm drawing a boat, motherfucker. Drawing a boat. I fucked that up. It's fine. It works. Actually, I saved it. What if I bump your elbow while you're drawing? It wouldn't matter. I draw like someone with Parkinson's, so we're good. Oh, okay. Um, now I'm good. <laughs> now for our feature presentation. Hello and welcome. I'm going to do the whole podcast in this voice. Well, what do we have for them, Daxton? This week, we are continuing the spooky content with Casper from 1995. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Carly, this is one of your favorite Halloween movies. It's my pick. It's not the first time I've made Daxton watch this this year. I have watched this movie five times this year, and I'm not talking about in October. We're talking June, May, April, all year long, five times. I'm done. I'm done with this voice. I'm not going to start over. I'm just done with the voice. Okay. Sick of my shit. Sick of my shit. Who else, who, who's in this movie, Tyson? A few people. Um, we got uh, Bill Pullman plays the uh, ghost psychiatrist. <laughs> Most and, importantly, though, he's a lone star. Yeah, he's a lone star. He's also in Independence Day. You know, mm-hmm. Most important. Uh, is the uh, Christina Ricci plays um, his Cat. daughter. You know, Cat. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Bunch of spooky stuff. Too. Bunch of spooky stuff. Yeah. She was in another movie that we're going to review. What movie? Uh, Adam's Family. When did we watch that? Just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's also got uh, Kathy Moriarty as um, Kerrigan. Um, the, Such a dumb name. Yeah, it sounds like she smokes 18 packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, it's also got Eric Idle of Monty Python fame. Um, and Any relation to Billy? Probably not. Okay. This idol spelt more like uh, this car's idling, whereas Billy Idol is more like, oh, he's my idol. It's a nice day for uh, a white wedding. Also, Casper is voiced by uh, Malachi Pearson. But he's played by... I don't know why I do... I don't have anything! If I'm flipping through the notebook, it's bullshit. <laughs> Let me look at my notes. Oh, there's actually notes there. It, it's so, it helps you think and go through your thoughts. I wouldn't be able to tell you that kid's name even if I wanted to. It's like Dwayne Harris, but it's definitely not that. It's like D-A-E-W-A-N. You get it. He's played by someone else when he's in human form. Really doesn't matter who. Mm-hmm. Some fucking blonde kid mm-hmm. who's so 20 years too. older than me. Mm. He's so nineties. <laughs> Very nineties. Flam, 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 flam. Sorry. I was directed by the same guy who did the uh series of unfortunate events movie. The one with um Jim Carrey. Jim What's Carriage. the director's name? Uh Brad Silberling. Oh, I love Brad Silberling. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. You love this movie so much. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us what's it about? It is about a there's like there's a man who is a therapist to the dead. He has lost his wife and is searching around for her, but she has no unfinished business, so she's not a ghost. He doesn't know that. 
So he, he drags his daughter around to different places, trying to let ghosts get done with their unfinished business so they can cross over. Kerrigan inherited a house that is condemned and haunted as fuck. So she tries to go get rid of the ghosts, calls Ghostbusters, calls a priest, trying to get rid of the ghosts. But Casper, the ghost in the house, reaches out, making Kerrigan know that there is a therapist to get rid of ghosts, because he wants a friend, and he wants to befriend the daughter cat. They move in, they become friends, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> There's a few things that happen between there. But... Nope. That is the entire movie. They move in, they become friends. Well, um, thanks for watching. Remember to like, subscribe. You don't even have to watch the movie now. <laughs> Lots of setup. That's it. But I do love this movie. I think it is very... Beautifully done. I love the house, the cinematography. I love how they filmed everything, the era, how they did the ghosts even. You know, it's super cheesy CGI. Mm -hmm. I think it all works together. I like the spookiness because it's not scary. It's just like a friendly scary. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of the CGI, the team was kind of learning as they were going while they were making the movie. So the first scene... Um, that was ever animated was the breakfast scene where Casper's serving breakfast to everyone. Okay. And they're actually animated differently in that scene. Like, they're more opaque and solid in that scene than in any other scene. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's technically a fun fact. There's so many words, I just wasn't going to write it down. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know, though. Yeah. They're still working on the CGI for them ghosts because half of the cast are... Not there, actually. Nope. For 95, the CGI was pretty damn beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was quite well done. And having a CGI lead, or co-lead, depending on how you want to look at it, but, I mean, because the titular character, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the majority of your cast being CGI'd would cost you a lot of money, right? So, Jason, why don't you tell us how much money that costs? Well, the budget for this movie was $50 million, uh, probably due to the numerous cameos and CGI work that went into this movie. That was some professional podcasting. It grossed uh, over $100 million, though. So It did. It did well. It did very well. It was probably one of the more iconic... Uh, family-friendly movies of the 90s. Mm -hmm. It was the 8th highest-grossing, funnily, 8th highest-grossing domestically and worldwide in 1995, as well as the 3rd highest-grossing PG movie in 1995. So, it definitely performed pretty well. Mm -hmm. <whistles> I've got the fucking Adam's Family song stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I like... That the CGI is really cartoony, though. Like, they didn't try and go all out and get, like, some super realistic, like, animations going on. Yeah. They kept it to what they knew they can do, and it yeah, it was, they pulled it off, I think. It was pretty dedicated to the original cartoon series, mm -hmm. yeah. which was in, like, the 30s. Yeah. So they didn't try yeah. and go for, like, a realistic re representation That's of the terrifying. ghosts. Yeah. They just went more cartoony and I, I feel like they pulled it off yep 
I thought it worked very well for the movie. Those ghosts were dicks. <laughs> they were. Not Casper. I mean, he is the friendly ghost, so. Mm-hmm. It'd be surprising if he wasn't friendly. He just wants But his uncles are dicks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're so mean. I don't even know how they are related to the family. Because it's Casper's house that he lived in with his parents. His mom died, and it was just him and his dad. He begged his dad for a sled. His dad gave him a sled. He went out sledding, got a cold, died. But his unfinished business was that he didn't want to leave his dad alone. So he stayed behind and just chilled with his dad. And now he's there. Well, Where are Fatso, Stinky, and Stretch in that storyline? They're probably Casper's dad's brothers. And it was probably the family house. And then when everyone died, his dad inherited the house. Because the ro- they they had a room, Fatso Stinky and the third one. But his dad had a normal ass name. Because well, he was. That's a, why he, he turned out normal. But I mean, they hated the other three from birth. They're just like, <laughs> I, I know you're gonna be fat. I know you're gonna be stinky, and I know you're gonna be the third one. <laughs> that's that is what I said. <laughs> I mean, sure. That, it, does, that, it doesn't make any sense. That but. works for me as much as the rest of it does. Because yeah. his dad was a doctor. He was, like, a very well-respected man until his son died. And he became obsessed with building machine to bring him back to life. Called the Lazarus something. Lazarus so, machine. It's almost like an obsession with death drives the whole movie. Or an obsession with a, a, a departed loved one drives the whole movie. Oh, 100%. Because, I mean, Casper's dad... Obsessed with Casper dying, Cat's uh, dad, uh, Lone Star, obsessed with his wife dying. Mm-hmm. People just need to move on. Searching mm-hmm. for closure, it can kill you. Ha! I see what you did there! Oh my god, that was fucking incredible! It really wasn't like that. Professional podcaster! Ding! In the other parts <laughs> of the movie that I may have left out my initial. No, that was, the plot. no, that was that was perfect. You got everything. Uh, they do find the Lazarus machine. They do? They do. What do they do with it? They tried to bring Casper back to life, but little did they know, his uncles killed Cat's dad. Cat's dad comes back as a ghost. The uncles didn't kill Cat's dad. They were planning on it, and then they, they got him decided drunk. against but, it. But they were going kill to kill him. He technically and then, died on accident yeah. from falling. Because they're like, oh no, we can't kill him. Yeah. And then he falls and... How did they get into the bar? <laughs> there was a death hole outside of the entrance to the bar. How did they get in? Three of them are ghosts. He's not. They could have carried him in. They might have come from a side entrance. Uh, I saw that bar. There's no way that was a side entrance. <laughs> <laughs> or they came in through the roof. But was it on fire? Could have been. The roof. No, sorry. <laughs> they end up bringing Kat's dad back to life with the last bit of serum instead of Casper. Selfish. The whole machine was built for Casper. His dad made it for Casper. I legit threw a temper tantrum. I <laughs> legitimate, like, flailing, whiny voice threw a temper tantrum for Casper. Because that was bullshit. I'd have let that fucker die. <laughs> Should have stayed in space, Lone Star. Cat doesn't need you no more. I'm Casper. I'm alive now. Yeah, we are going to be... You decided to die. We are going to be teenage brides, and we are going to take care of each other. Brides? I don't think that's the, the We word. can live in this They're house. They're both going to be brides. Mm-hmm. Ghost dad and ghost uncles. Yep. Sorry. 
how come, and they might have explained it, I just wasn't listening, but how come Cat's dad was, like, so quickly forgetting Cat, but Casper's uncles still remembered that Casper was their nephew? They might have been dead longer. But I thought that the thing was... It comes back after time. It comes back after time? Because Casper didn't remember his toy room. Because once they found the toy room, he was like, I remember this. And then he finds his ball, he finds the mitt, and he, like, finds all this stuff, and then, like, remembers this whole Lazarus thing. (laughs) So it... Casper didn't even remember a lot of his childhood. Yeah, because I thought that was the thing. Like, they, I thought that was the universe they laid out. Once you die, your memory just like, nah, 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 and then it goes away. Well, you remember but it. these three dickheads are just like, hey, fuck you, Casper. Woo! I'm on a drawing mood today. Not <laughs> drawing anything, but... They remembered once they saw something that reminded them of their life. Okay. Um, so, so I did miss that. Yeah. Yep. It has to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was drunk when he was, was dead, so he was probably, like, hangover drunk in the afterlife. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Oof. My favorite scene. Oof. I think when Casper picks up Cat, flies her out so they can sit mm-hmm. on the shore talking about life. Come with me if you want to leave. It's so... Nah. It's such a pretty movie. I don't know if mm-hmm. I can stress that much, how much I love this movie and how beautiful it is. Yeah, this movie's classic. It was when I saw it when I was a kid, um, and I enjoyed when I was a kid. Uh, My favorite scene would probably be the scene where uh, Bill Pullman's character is fighting the three uncle ghosts. (laughs) With the vacuum. Yeah, and then he pulls the fucking Luigi's Mansion with the fucking vacuum. (laughs) That was funny. Technically, though, Luigi's Mansion pulls a Casper. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. I'm picking up your foot now. Uh, I think my favorite scene was the cameo scene where they're switching his face all around to different, different peeps. Mm-hmm. Should have probably reminded the, Bill Pullman that he was Lone Star once and should still be in space. <laughs> Just saying. Um, I thought the the scene with um, Casper and Wendy like flying out. Was... Wendy. Yeah, from Peter Pan. <laughs> Not Casper and Wendy the witch from Casper and Wendy the movie. Yeah. Casper and Wendy from Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Casper Frost. and Cat flying out <laughs> was really cool as well. Um, and then just for a vindication, um, Kerrigan and her lawyer guy, everything that happened to them and then the everything that happened to the bullies, that was also cool in my book because uh, fuck jerks. Yep. Um, Ooh, Casper tying all of the shoes in the children in the classroom that were getting cat hopped in. Yep. Fuck jerks. Yep. We don't make a lot of strong stands on this podcast, but we are very anti-jerk. Oh, I thought you were saying have sex with jerks. No, don't have sex with jerks. They won't call you. What if they're really good in bed? They won't call you, Tyson. They're jerks. (laughs) (laughs) What would you score this? And would you recommend it? No, I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would score us 8 out of 13, since we're on the 13th scale still. Uh, Why are we on the 13th scale? Because it's spooky time! Okay! Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> uh, it was a fun movie. Those are trademark motto fun suggests. Fun movie! <laughs> Merch coming soon. Uh, never. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, a lot of nostalgia in this movie because it came out when I was a kid and I watched it when I was a kid and I've enjoyed it since I was a kid uh, and I still enjoy it today. Um, so 8 out of 13, I would recommend this. What about you, Charles? I'm going to go 10 out of 13. It's not spooky. If you're looking for a scary Halloween movie, this is not the one for you. This is hilarious, has a lot of adult humor, as well as child humor. It's got a good storyline. You get to see closure with dad and the mom as an angel in a red dress. (laughs) (laughs) And I just... That's what I'm going to wear when I become an angel. Red dress. You'll rock it. Thanks. I appreciate that. But it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I would give it a 7 out of 13. I don't think it's that good of a movie. Like, classic cinema standards. I think I think fun movie is a great way to describe it, though. It's a, it's a good movie to watch. It's entertaining. There's a lot of really pleasing aesthetic things to it. It's not, like, a great movie, but it's a fun movie, as, as we like to say on the podcast. <laughs> it is 100% a fun movie, and absolutely I'd recommend it. If I'm ever unfortunate enough to have kids, we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> they will know Casper, the yeah. friendly ghost. They won't know Casper, the dickhead ghost, though, because they won't make that one. <laughs> How many times I write in, make Casper, the dickhead ghost? Nope. We're going to have a dog named Casper and a cat named Binks. <laughs> I'd be down with for a dog named Casper though. As yeah. long as it's super cliche and white. What if it's blue? That'd be fine too. Why does it have to be white? Racist. <laughs> because it would be super cliche. <laughs> That's why. I, I Plus, said that before. Casper the human is blonde, beginning. that's why. I guess so. <laughs> I mean I said it literally as I was saying that I'd be okay with it. That it would have to be a cliche name. It might actually be fun, though, to do, like, counterpoint. Get, like, a jet black cat and name it, Casper. I mean, I know we're talking dogs, but, like... You you get it. I get it. Fun facts. We got some facts, and they're fun. Fun facts! They're facts, and they're fun. Yeah! (laughs) Fun fact! Whipstaff Manor was used for a Backstreet Boys music video. I believe it was everybody, yeah. That one. Rock your body. Getting fired yeah. for this, guys. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find a lot of good fun facts. I mean, like I kind of mentioned, they were all really like really long, and I just I didn't feel like there was a good way to fit that into the podcast. Um, so a I wrote, bunch of just normal movie stupid shit. Yeah, there was knowledge. a lot of stupid shit. Like, oh, this person cameoed. Yeah, we saw them. Mm-hmm. This is how they do CGA. CGI. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't, don't knock the not, cameos. Computer generated ass. <laughs> don't knock the cameos because that's what I settled on. Okay. Just going to run through the cameos real quick. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd as his character from Ghostbusters. Dr. Stans. Uh, Don Novella as Father Saraducci from SNL. Um, Father Saraducci has a first name, but it's technically a slur. And I don't like slurs. I don't know, another another stance on a podcast. 
We're gonna avoid the the slurs. SNL, come on now. You damn honky. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson. I'm pretty sure it's Mel Gibson, but I wrote down yeah, Gibson. Mm-hmm. So Mel Gibson, Clint Eastwood, Roddy Dangerfield, and the Crypt Keeper. Those were the cameos in the movie. Half of them in one scene. Half mm-hmm. of them in one other scene. They're both just two scenes. Mm-hmm. Cut. Two scenes to paradise. Won't you pack your bag and leave tonight? All the cameos. Something, yeah, I don't know anymore what's the song. <laughs> <laughs> just when they're trying to get rid of the ghosts in Whipstaff Manor. And when the ghosts infiltrate dead. Mm-hmm. Infiltrate something naughty. I was going to say penetrate. Something naughty here. <laughs> Jump into the mouth of. Ooh. <laughs> Deep throats all three of them. Had Throw up the Brazzers logo. Mm-hmm. Had a hard time with Fatso, though. Yep. It's true. They don't call him Fatso for nothing. They don't call him Russell Crowe for nothing. Kurt <laughs> <laughs> Russell. I knew I was going to confuse myself with that at some point. I'm glad I did it during this podcast when we can dump it mm-hmm. and not during the actual <laughs> Russell Crowe podcast. That one was on purpose. Kurt Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Russell Crowe! Uh, that's all I've got. Anything else we want to touch on before we wrap the fuck up? I want to touch on something, but I can't on camera. Plot of the movie. Go for it. Kerrigan inherits Whipstaff Manor from when her dad dies. Dad seemingly didn't really live in it because it was condemned. Over 50 years ago. Um, or something like that. But the deed had writing on it about it. Whipstaff Manor does a treasure hold or something like that. Mm-hmm. So is that Casper's dad just writing on the deed? Like, yo, I have shit here. Yeah. Like, come find this secret through a wall. You have to, like, sit in a chair, travel through tracks to go, like, through the house to find this. But it's here. Just anybody. Mm-hmm. I think, counter to what Tyson thinks, I think there's actually treasure in Whipstaff Manor that not even Casper knows about. And I think that was another person. Maybe it was in the vault, but when Casper ghosted himself into the vault, grabbed his chest, yeah, came out Maybe. of the vault. Maybe there was like a whole stack of gold around it. Yeah, I think there is actual treasure there. He just saw his chest and he was like, this is my treasure! Because uh. he's ten. Yep. That's, that's how I feel. I legit, I'm not just saying that to be an arguer. The doctor had to have I, some sort of money to get together technology to bring someone back to life using a red liquid. Um, that red liquid is whole hand punch. Not sponsored. Delicious. <laughs> Still not sponsored. <laughs> you just have to run that whole hand punch through this machine to rebuild your entire body, even though you have another body somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It really build your body from your ghost. Yep. That's what I would do. Like a true resurrection. Joke for all my D&D fans out like, subscribe, comment, bell, rate, review, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Jekyll Studios, J-E-C-L Studios. There's two L's. Just kidding. Let's try that again. J-E-C-L-L. Did it better that time. I don't suck. No, I'm pretty terrible. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> um, next, we are going to be recording and releasing for your viewing pleasures the Adams Family 1991 edition. Obviously not the 1964 edition, because that's for old people. And not the 2019 edition, because that's in the future. And we aren't there yet. 
Is there going to be a new Adam's Family in 2022? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's going to no, be Christina animated. Ritchie, but it's going to be animated, so it doesn't matter. Um, Tyson and I, possibly Carly, playing some spooky video games. We're going to release those at some point. Um, I think that's everything. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Uh, tell us what movies you want us to watch. Goodbye. And as always, can I keep you?